Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas Podcast, where Gowri Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self-service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day, everyone. Our guest today is Nikita Dulekar, business analyst, account technical writer at Fluent Commerce. Welcome, Nikita, to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, Gauri. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. So I know you're dialing in from uh, the other part of the world. So <laughs> thank you for uh, staying a bit. Uh, uh, thank you for joining uh, us at this uh, early hours. So Nikita, please help me understand a little bit more about yourself and how did you originally got into technical writing or documentation, please? Um, this start, uh, my uh, journey into technical writing started when I was in the last year of my engineering in Bangalore. I was sure I didn't want to get into software development or QA testing. And that time my options were very limited because these are the two routes all the graduates took. Um, in the last year, I interned with a company called Yantra as a technical writer. And after my internship was over, I uh, realized this this was my path. This is what I want to pursue uh, in future. And uh, luckily, I was hired by them. And that's how my journey began. It was uh, technical writing is a perfect combination of art and science. And that's what I uh, look forward to incorporating in my writing every day. Fantastic, Nikita. That's great. So um, uh, I know you just um, um, might have just started this new journey, uh, but I'm sure you will have lots to share with this. So would you be able to help me understand what are the different documentation processes you follow currently or you you had uh, followed in the past and which teams do you normally get involved in such processes? Since I started my technical writing journey, it's about more than a decade now, this whole process has evolved, right? Um, I would say that I started when waterfall model was very uh, was prevalent in tech writing industry and software development so we had a lot of top contributors like product and project managers smes they would create the high level documentation and the writers would absorb them to create end user facing guides or online helps uh, while the outcome has remained similar uh, as the time passed, with the introduction of Agile, this whole documentation process has changed drastically. From PDFs and online helps, now we have moved on to uh, web pages. Uh, so now I work primarily with product managers, software developers to create content. They also uh, have a lot to say about the features they are working on or how the solution will solve business problems. So the content that comes out of uh, from them has also evolved. Now we primarily use Confluence, Markdown tools, even support teams create documentation, which is then passed along to writers to make sure that it aligns with the company's tone, brand, and voice. 
And as a writer, I can now focus more on creating a stronger information architecture with uh, with this agile development methodology. And also more people within the company are interested in giving feedback for documentation as opposed to earlier when it would only come from one or two senior writers or leads. Fantastic. So it's amazing to see how documentation gets um, uh, into shape right from the early stages of uh, product uh, development, right? So so um, with all these different teams interaction, how do you manage your documentation workflow? For documentation workflow, it is um, now heavily reliant on Jira. Um, we use agile practices. So I track all my work via Jira tickets by creating epics and stories. So in my in different companies where I've worked, it was primarily the role of product managers or lead development, uh, lead developers to create these epics and stories. And then I would find my way into them and uh, associate writing uh as one of the stories or one of the tickets. So uh, I'm involved right at the beginning of the creation of features or solutions, fleshing out personas, creating user stories, and understanding the solution our company is providing. Uh, Understanding customer problems is also a good starting point for uh, some writers sometimes i'm there sometimes i'm just uh, uh, i'm a sponge who absorbs all these things and then analyze the type and number of documents required for every solution ultimately we have to make the content end user friendly or partner or consultant friendly the last step is ensuring that we all follow the style guides and best practices so while i'm involved at every step The final technical review is done by the product managers and in some cases, even the support team leads to ensure that everything that we captured at the beginning of the development is filtered down and uh, made into concise documents and released to the uh, end user. Fantastic, fantastic. That's very detailed, uh, detailed explained uh, (laughs) answer, Nikita. Thank you for that. Um, So how do you feel working as part of a creative team improve documentation? Well, (laughs) it is interesting because when we were younger, we were told that creativity looked a certain way. Creativity Uh meant you were an artist, you worked with your hands, paints, pottery, colors. But as we grow up, we understand that creativity means much more than that. Creativity comes uh, in the form of mathematical intellect. It comes from articulation, communication. So as a writer, uh, when I started my journey, I thought, hey, I had to be super creative. Uh, with writing Mm -hmm. I had to find new ways but technical writing is more structured that way so I don't feel that I'm always 100% creative with when it comes to choosing the right words or uh, creating a new flow but creativity comes uh, also from other stakeholders in a team from PMs when they share the creativity in problem solving 
or when we have a customer support team member saying, this is how I changed my code to solve a certain problem because I had to think on my toes. So I absorb creativity mm-hmm. now from these different people. And uh, as far as my writing in uh, in the company is concerned, I feel it's far less creative, but more structured and aligned with all the rules and regulations. But yeah, it's still a lot of learning from different people. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, that, uh, it's very important to stick to the processes and procedures that's working as well, right? So Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. So I think you might have partially answered my next question, like what are the important factors you consider when creating documentation? So from your previous answer, I understand um uh, sticking to the rules and uh, uh, aligning with the team's expectation is one of the factors yes. you consider so just mm-hmm. help me with a little bit more on other factors you consider nikita so first of all obviously the base needs to be clear for everyone in the team as a writer i need to understand who we are creating the documentation for right secondly uh, if you are working on a product that is evolving frequently you have to uh, come up with a methodology where a, as a writer, you can update the documents quickly, right? Uh, secondly, see how your clients are accessing your documentation, which means am I supposed to cre- create PDFs? Is online help relevant or just churning out quick and efficient web pages is enough? A lot of uh, information comes from user research and user stories, which is often done by different teams. So while creating any documentation, I also ask them what was the customer's feedback? What are the pain points they have faced in the past? Or uh, actually, I also look at Google Analytics to see how people are browsing our website. So that comes that comes very handy in creating a new structure for my documentation. If I feel they don't navigate beyond a certain breadcrumb, then uh, it's a good point of thinking that why are they doing so? Plenty of things to shape my documentation. The crux remains always the technical teams who guide me with that and uh, tell me that this is what we are expecting to generate how do you think this can be done. So a lot of brainstorming sessions also help me create a strong documentation. Fantastic. So basically you follow the user um, usage pattern for your documentation to learn the customer behavior. Yes, that's right. Super. So have you seen any kind of a reduction in your workload uh, it need not be with uh, fluent commerce that uh, that you're uh, currently working with it could be from your previous organizations as well but in general have you seen any kind of reduction in workload since introducing quality documentation yes um, by improving the quality of documentation or simply making it shorter but to the point Readers are able to understand complex scenarios with ease. Mm -hmm. Support teams have their own knowledge base in some cases, but I think uh, they should be used as an accessory, which means that your core documentation needs to be very strong. And if that's there, then the support teams don't have to generate massive uh, customized documentation for, uh, for clients. 
Yeah. Now, it's not only my own workload, but workload on non-writers also gets reduced when the documentation portal is uh, is easy to use, which means the UX journey is easy to follow. Um, the usability of end-user documents is uh, pretty simple. And at the same time, let's say a f- hypothetically a five-year-old was <laughs> reading my documentation or a grandma was reading my documentation, uh, she should be able to understand. So mm-hmm. that's the power of a technical writer. And that's the kind of uh, workload someone can reduce if they can absorb every information that comes their way with ease, but more importantly, churn out in a way that technical uh, team members, non-technical team members can equally understand. So yes, by having uh, good processes, good quality documentation, and good tools to support that documentation reduces workload of writers and even other team members. Fantastic, fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about your team. Um, how, how how do you report on your documentation and uh, who do you generally report to? Um, in Overall, in these 10 years, I have majorly reported to documentation managers and development managers. Um, my work used to flow down from the development leads, but when it came to editing, reviewing. Sometimes my doc manager would take a look. Editors were a key players in uh, reviewing my work. Then uh, since moving to Australia, I have done a lot of work with product managers and project project managers. Mm-hmm. We would, uh, I would report directly to uh, these uh, to these stakeholders because they were involved in giving me the primary information. Now, uh, Reporting is uh, frequently discussed in stand-ups. With agile, stand-ups are uh, very common in across a lot of companies. Earlier, it was captured by the tickets raised by uh, by the clients only or QA teams. But now we get uh, feedback from developers. So sometimes I get a report back to developers and testers as well. Um Sometimes I also report to my uh, my CEO, telling them how the documentation is going on and what are the pain points. So when I'm working in a small company, the reporting structure is very different than when I work in large companies. I think most of the writers would feel that <laughs> there's more visibility. So you essentially end up reporting to a lot more people in small companies or growing companies. Yeah, true, true. And you learn a lot as well, isn't it, from yes. different stakeholders? Super. So one thing I, I did not capture in any of the questions is, uh, how is your documentation, uh, what's the nature of your documentation? Is it publicly available or um, does it sit behind a, a, a username and a password? Yes, so it does sit behind a username and a password. It's accessible only to clients and partners and people we choose to give access to. Okay, fantastic. So in that case, maybe this question may not be relevant to you, I guess. Are you generating any organic search traffic from your knowledge base? Are you aware? (laughs) Uh, you are right. It is uh, not really uh, available. I mean, this data, but internally we do employ Google uh, Analytics to see that after we have shared 
the login details uh, how do readers navigate our website how they how the customers interact with the website and uh, we work towards optimizing that uh, interaction fantastic fantastic that's good to know so i think we are almost close to the rapid fire round questions uh, is there anything i missed to ask you in the general uh, section uh, would you like to add any further points um, to the general section um i would just uh, bring out slight differences between what i used to work earlier like say 6 years ago and uh, now which is mm-hmm. just with respect to the kind of documents i now create initially it was all about installation guides administration guides and five other guides that i would write for a for a complex solution but now it is more about faqs training videos the focusing on information architecture which needs to be aligned with all the smartphones and uh, lap uh, mobile it has to look good so the focus is now more on uh, availability and ease of accessibility the tone of writing is now more conversational as opposed to formal so you still have to align with the brand and voice and the style guides but it's it's easier and simpler to write uh, conversational uh, content so yeah the the things have changed a lot and now as i speak with you i realize wow how long have i been in this field <laughs> <laughs> true true i know um i when i speak to my guests i get that sense as well like uh, even the documentation the way it has been handled now has changed um to a larger extent in the last few years so mm-hmm. all all for good super Uh so let's move on to the rapid fire round Nikita. Um sure. so who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career? I think my uh leads and uh, fellow technical writers in my first company which which at some point was Sterling Commerce but now later it was it was acquired by IBM. So my first four years in this company i think i learned so much after that also the learning continued but when you are stepping in a new field it's you you are like a blank slate so i would i learned about how to ask the right questions doing my research before approaching uh, a a complex discussion and always walking with a pen and paper because then you look like you are really serious about your work and you are very busy <laughs> okay nice nice super so can you share a documentation related uh, resource you have consumed recently uh, the question is very uh, interesting very good and uh, you would expect me to name some book but actually not i uh, i learn a lot from slack channels of late I, there are plenty of uh, writers uh, on different slack channels and they share these different resources like recently i learned about how you can create a writer's portfolio by a github github so mm-hmm. i'm pretty psyched to learn a bit more about that and um i would say that's that's what i was reading last night 
So yeah, if there are any writers out there who don't want to create a big website but want to showcase the diversity in their work, which goes beyond resume, because I feel resume can be very um, restrictive, then uh, go and check out GitHub and Associated Resources. Fantastic. That's nice. Uh, what is that one piece of documentation-related advice you would give to your twenty-year-old self? I would say that. keep up with the technology one day you have never you have not heard about like you you get up and you don't know what you exciting is and next day you will see jobs which say uh, they require a writer with 5 years of ux writing experience <laughs> so just be ready for those kind of changes this the next advice is not really documentation but more as a person that see yourself as a writer first when you do that you open your mind and uh you open a wealth of opportunity around you if you just see yourself as a technical writer then you might miss out on even learning from non tech writers and just consider that the world of writing is your world and then as you grow you can focus on api writing or um, technical writing but yeah writer first <laughs> All right, fantastic. So I think we are towards the end of the podcast now, um, Nikita. So anything else to add to the audience today before we say bye to them? Um, just there are a lot of uh, writers out there who, like me, work by themselves or in a very small team of. just two writers i would say that it's really good if you all connect so if you find a fellow writer on linkedin send them a message saying hi uh, this is uh, this is me and i would love to chat about your technology and also like engage in more conversation not just online but if they are comfortable schedule a zoom meeting there's so much learning uh, you there's so much knowledge you acquire when you talk to other writers sitting in another part of the world so let uh, utilize zoom utilize google meets but definitely definitely connect with fellow writers all right absolutely so um, one of the main um, idea behind this knowledge based ninjas podcast is also the same you know connecting this community together so each uh, you, you all can share how things are happening at uh, at your end uh, so other people can get benefited out of it and as you rightly said keep up with the technology uh, for youngsters who are planning to take a career in documentation yeah thanks gauri you guys are doing a great job this is god's work i will say especially for technical writers <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much i mean it's all possible only by guests like yourself participating in the in this podcast right so uh, yeah thank thank thankful to you and to other people who's participated in this podcast so far great thank you gauri super so nikita i know you you've just started your day so thank you once again for joining us uh, in this early hours and sharing your experience um apologies i did not uh, catch the point of you being with us, uh, being in this journey for um, over a decade but it's oh, an amazing fine. journey you had and uh, yeah um once again thank you very much and uh, please add anything else you would like to share and uh, then we'll let you go <laughs> 
Thanks, Corey. Thanks for staying up late. I know we are in opposite corner of the world, so it's all t- finding the right time is always a challenge. But yeah, it's great <laughs> to talk to you, and I hope I could uh, help other writers in a small way. Fantastic. Thank you. Super. Thank you, Nikita, and take care. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.